Magical Theory Podcast. Huh? Winnie let out a wonderful sigh as we were starting. Big He's, sigh. It's he tough. got comfy. He's in between. It's tough to be a puppy. He's going to fall asleep. He always does. I trimmed his tail this morning and he Remember he used to be a handful? Like no, he did not like it. <laughs> no, he did not. He used to be a handful when we were at the table. He would like walk around on the ground and we could hear him. I don't think you could ever really hear him in the recording. But you've also made his nails short so he doesn't make nearly yeah, as much you're noise. You're a stealth puppy so now. Yes. And then he would put his little claws on the side of the chair and be like, time to be yeah, done with this. Yeah, he would claw and be like, okay, you. yeah, you're not. I think that's why he hates that table. <laughs> um. All right. So welcome to Magical Theory Podcast welcome. time. We oh. have, <laughs> how are you doing? Good, yeah. How's everyone doing? <laughs> um, it is, we are officially summer. I don't know if I said this last week. I don't remember what I said last week. I don't remember what we talked about last week. <laughs> to be, we did this last week, right? I don't. I'm pretty remember. sure we did. Time. It's been a wild couple of weeks. Time is very confusing to us right now, but we need time turners. We need time turners. You know, I could have just watched the previous episode to see what oh, we talked my about. My shirt is freaking out. Uh, we have we have a green <laughs> because screen. of the green screen. Green screen magic for all you video viewers out there. Um. <laughs> How is it going? It's actually cooler Good. than How it was last week. I know it's much cooler. Yeah. And by cooler, I mean like 85. Well, high. the low was 50 in the 50s, 58. There you go. Which is, I'm pretty you know, sure. I showered we, this morning. I opened the window. We hit like 105, 106 all week last week. It was hot. Yeah. It was a hot week. Yeah. Um, What else is going on? We, I feel like we watched something. Oh, Umbrella Academy season three. This is, this is the time where we, talk about the shows that we've watched <laughs> enjoyed it yep <laughs> it's a really unique show i like umbrella academy like uh, they just do what they of, want what is the other show we were watching recently i feel like the circle the circle no it has a very specific vibe that's kind of um fantastical i mean they're yeah. superheroes um, it's silly. Oh, only murders in the building. I feel like they have similar vibes where Love they have very oh, is there some out today? I think it's uh oh, it tonight Tuesdays? at nine. We have Hulu and so because we're on the West Coast, it goes live midnight oh. Eastern and so we get to see it. That's funny. Nine PM. I guess yeah, we usually watch it night. on Monday nights. <laughs> yeah, that was super I mean, we love that show. Yeah. I mean, you put Knives Out as your movie you would love to mm -hmm. like be able to rewatch for the first time. Yes. Question of the day, but you know, this is more funny than that. But yeah, it's also it's a classic mystery. Yeah. Holmesian kind of. Yes. To do some things. You well, don't know everything. Yes. I love mysteries because yeah. you get to like replay stuff similar to when we talk about in Magical Theory. You get to replay scenes from a different perspective and be like, oh, cool. Both of I those mean, things are happening at the same time, you know? Yep. I like it a lot. And the way they play it out, like making your main characters amateur detectives, essentially, like it's really <laughs> enjoyable because it's With like a not, they're involved in the thing and they're doing a podcast and they're also trying to solve it. It's oh my really gosh. Fun. Martin yeah, Short is ridiculous. But, yeah, he is. <laughs> He's they, he has gotten more ridiculous. They've dialed his character up even more. But I think, uh, yeah, Umbrella Academy was really enjoyable. We finished the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, yep. you know, it's a really unique. It's hard to describe. Yeah. They have powers, but they're kind of unusual powers for the most part. And yeah, there always seems there's no like firm calculation on who is stronger than who like in the first mm -hmm. season mm -hmm. it was like oh vanya now victor is like way stronger than everyone else and now it's like yeah i looked Everyone's up the actors kind of equally powerful. yesterday um the actor who plays five yeah was 15 when yeah the no show started. He, he was a kid for sure oh my gosh because he's just now starting to look like uh not a kid to me. Not yeah. <laughs> but they're I mean they're still kind of like portraying him that yeah, way, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. okay, I can Yeah. 
We don't do Stranger Things. I know no, it's very know. popular. That's one of the things that like, Love well, it. I also didn't do Game of Thrones. Like there are a lot of popular things that I just don't do for no reason. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason for me not to, to be like, yeah, let me watch this. Just Skyrim. No, I'm just madness, kidding. <laughs> now I'm just playing madness. Skyrim 10 years later. Um, I, yeah, that's it. I, I actually mean... am playing Skyrim 10 years later. And there yeah, you is a, You're enjoying a it. Deathly Hallows mod. Um, there is another mod that Jeff pointed out to me. I was following it. Um, so this person who made the mod, it's called Hogwarts in Skyrim is the mod name. Um, this person, he makes mods, but it's Patreon uh, exclusive for a time window. And then he puts it on Nexus mods. Oh, so, um, is that what happened? That's what happened. But I don't know. There's other stuff that I need to like download and How many and times can you complete these first few quests on it? I'm finally caught up to the point where I was in the other, the the furthest I've been in the main storyline, the main quest. Uh, I finally caught up. It so reminds now. me of my first real MMO experience playing <laughs> with my neighbor and best friend. And he played all of the different race class combinations to like level, let's say 20 out of 50. Mm-hmm. But he never went past that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, until you, way later. Were you a dwarf? No, no, I was not. When did the dwarf <laughs> obsession? Shadow be in the next game. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one. Uh, I was. Uh, were you mixed? That there were three. No, there were oh. three. I don't even remember my character name. There were three um, realms: uh-huh. Hibernia, Midgard, and Albion. This is set in Camelot. Uh huh. Like. Arthurian stuff, and I was in Albion, and I was a Briton. Okay. Yeah. So I was just kind of like a regular old human. <laughs> I was big. I played what was an armsman, like a big pole arm. It was yeah. cool. It was a great game. Loved that <laughs> game. I just talked about it in Discord. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Discord the is the place where question of the day. We have a question every day, and we talk about things, and yeah. It's fun. Just a, it's just fun. a British dude. It's just a British dude. <laughs> British dude with a pole arm. That's how, that's how it goes. Uh, shall we get into some we Hogwarts sure legacy lore for today? Yes, we shall, yes. Um, I am very bad at posting the clues on time lately, so sorry, but all three clues were posted. Um, so we have, what is it? What is it? Okay, first clue, shopping. Second clue, London. Third clue, dark. I also considered hand being the third clue, but I was like, I don't know. That sounds kind of weird. Like hand of glory. Yeah, but then people who would said Borgen, Borgen and Burks, Burks would yeah. be really so frustrated. I will accept <laughs> Borgen and Burks, but it was actually ah, oh, it was actually Nocturne Alley. Point, point to Borgen. I, I can see Borgen and Burks. It's part of Nocturne Alley. So we're going to have some Nocturne Alley talk, which relates to Hogwarts Legacy in a broader sense, shopping and vendors. So the Prof, question. I just realized why you asked the question you did about oh shopping. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was just kind of like pondering the like question. Why, that why was are you asking this? The question of the day is how will you spend the most of your galleons in Hogwarts? The most. Legacy. Yeah. What will you dump your money in dragon, is the question a dragon, that I'm Some kind asking. of dragon taming, something with dragons. Oh. Yeah. Okay. If I can have a dragon, that will be where my money goes. Or wand upgrades. Yeah. I've always been a sucker for, you know, upgrading things. There's questions about what we can spend money on. Um, so pre pre stream, we got some answers. Uh, Cindy was also thinking along the lines of wand snacks. <laughs> wand upgrades, potion ingredients, flu powder, snacks from honey. I mean, there's a lot we don't know about Hogwarts Legacy, but these I think are good options. You said potions. I said potions, so I don't have to brew. <laughs> Because that little in-game timer is going to drive you nuts. I'm going to be like, I know. Just Maybe you can speed it up with galleons. Just, I guess, but that feels worse. Why don't I just buy the potion? I don't know. Maybe I can be Very strategic true. and buy seeds to constantly have ingredients so I don't have to go gather them. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe you'll be out and about and you come back and there it is. Yeah, possibly. I also said um, outfits only if they have like cool features or boosts. Like I, uh, you don't don't necessarily care. Entirely. It has to have. 
Yeah. Even in Skyrim, I'm like, I don't, which one has more armor? Like, I don't even yeah, look at no, the weight. I, I don't care. Because when you're doing the Thieves Guild, I'm like, no, put all the Thieves armor on. You look so cool. Okay. Speaking of this, though, yesterday I was playing off stream and some um, guard was like, I recognize Thieves Guild armor, yeah, armor. When I see it, you're not fooling anyone. And I was like, "Oh, run away!" That's when you're like, "Yeah, I killed the thief." Run away. Took their clothes. (laughs) Um, maybe books. I don't know. What What do y'all think? What would you spend money on? (laughs) Probably potion items. Potion Mm. items. Oh, Breath of the Wild. Okay, so this is a good example. I'm going to pull up Steph's comment. Breath of the Wild, had Link had different, like, full sets of, like, um, like electric resistance or, yeah. you know, stuff like that, fire resistance. That is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I need, I need cool stuff with my armor. I see, I've always been a big... I like commitment in my game, so I don't like carrying around like a bunch of different types of armor for yes. every situation. I'm like, I want this armor. This we should tech. pull up my Breath of the Wild game, and you can see how many how what does Link carry in his pockets? It's everything. It's every set of armor, every ingredient, like hundreds of that ingredient. 7,000 apples. I swear there was an achievement for eating or, yeah, for, I don't know, maybe not eating, giving someone like a thousand apples. Otherwise, I don't know why I'm holding on to all these apples. It doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) You might need them. Usually I'll like chug some apples, just go bite, 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 bite. Like, I don't mind wasting You do it in Skyrim, too. (laughs) I was watching. You ate 13 tomatoes followed by 20 potatoes (laughs) in the middle of a boss. Well, my problem in Skyrim is that I need a salt dealer. Like, I need need someone who can just sell me salt. Salt. (laughs) Yes, salt is a commodity in that game. That is what's limiting me. You were done with the quest in this castle or whatever, fortification, and then you were like, no, I'm going to. Did I loot everything? And then you saw like a pile of barrels. Yeah. And then one of the barrels was three salt. Yes. And I'm like, oh my God, that just played into her hand so bad. <laughs> She's going to check every barrel in this. I am. And I do. Town. Yeah, you did. You I did. do. And I just take it all. <laughs> oh, no. The cheese is my favorite. If I, So if there's a the place. Wheel. Yeah, it has to be the goat cheese wheel because that's 15 health recovered oh, well, it can't be the other crowd cheese control needs to let me offer to pop the speaking well, of goat cheese the cheese explosion is goat cheese wait really oh I'm, great so okay, that's why good. it's super valuable i Excellent. like when you i mean sometimes it hurts me but i like when y'all do it because i'm I like okay, give you a cheese, goat cheese, or i could cheese. give you the cheese we'll see so in uh the hogwarts legacy state of play we yeah. saw some stuff so i actually went fancy this time and i put together a video clip compilation holy moly so this is um we have hogsmeade station is where we see a bunch of the shops um and this is where i'm not going to pause it or anything but uh we can see some variety Rain. this place the i think it, i think it's books Potions. This is Pippin's potions. Also Class outfits. Gold. Yeah, definitely. Some All outfits. the outfits. Look at the outfits. It feels like we'll be able to have stats and then just change the outfit look. Oh, yeah. Don't forget Rookwood is trolling you. Ollivander is <laughs> behind you. Wait, do we know his name is Rookwood? Yeah. Oh. Uh, also, there are these like remote locations, like yeah. little villages um, that also seem to have ingredients. I'm interested in this mini game. Yeah. Do I get a prize, like a yeah. rare item? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm or interested some in. Maybe you have to wager. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not I'm not quite sure. Oh, there was also a, a... It's on a loop. Okay. Yeah, there was also a cauldron, like, stack in the background. of It was in the Rookwood shot, actually. Um, but yeah. in that potion shot, you can see, like, we have galleon sickles and canuts in our, like, inventory. Uh, see, there's cauldrons. Hmm. It probably went too fast again. But... Um, See, we can we might be able to upgrade it all of Anders. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. That looks I, I think also those will. potions look interesting. I think essentially that the cosmetic and the actual effect will be independent. And we will kind of we'll be able to magic with money and ingredients to like whatever we want it to look like. So mm-hmm. like if we get a good wand, yeah. we can like make it look like our wand or something like that. Mm. 
or a good robe upgrade or something. I don't know. But that's my expectation. Mm -hmm. I um, Transmogrifying. Wow. I'm pretty sure that was in World of Warcraft, but I could be wrong about that. It's been in some games that I played. I was going to say like, that that word sounds familiar, but it, I don't have enough experience. Just make with something it, look like something else, but it keeps the same stats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The voiceover in the clip that we just watched, I muted or I I just grabbed the video component, but um, we saw. Uh, oh, it says Hogsmeade, where loads of shops and vendors can provide you with the supplies you require. Hmm. Uh, so Pippin's Potions, actually, fun fact, is a place uh, I went down the wiki rabbit hole to try to find. J. Pippin's Potions. J. Pippin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peregrine took. Yeah. A chain of apothecaries established in 1753, which made me wonder, like, okay, which shops that we've already seen like how how old are they or mm. are they were they something else before they were what they were in our modern day wizarding world or our harry potter wizarding world uh, some of the broomstick stuff it would be probably. interesting to see yeah well it could be like you know a line a family line like you know the fortescue place yeah it's like the family ice cream shop and like they just pass it down yeah but generation. dexter is busy he might be our <laughs> Our headmaster. It's well. We also saw specifically Ollivanders, like the yeah, Hogsmeade branch of uh, which of might Ollivanders. be closed in the future. I don't remember if there's actually an Ollivanders at Hogsmeade, like in Harry Potter's time. I yeah, don't that's all it. I don't recall. I have not gone down the rabbit hole because it's interesting because we have like a mix match of different time periods, so it's like. With Harry Potter, we see certain places. Yeah. We know the Shrieking Shack isn't there because that was a, a Lupin thing. Well, the shack might be there. E okay. The tree is not. I thought it was built. No, the shack already had the rumor of the ghost, and so they just played into it, and they like had him go there and howl or whatever. The tree wasn't there. The tree was not the there. The tree was not there. They planted the tree. Okay. To, 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 for Lupin to go through and hide. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, Hogshead Inn. Mm. I believe there's a line. Hold on, I'm gonna click on this since I have access to the internet. <laughs> oh, Excuse me. Hello. <laughs> there's a line somewhere where Hermione comments on. Uh, I think it was. Oh no, she didn't say Hogshead. She said an inn in Hogsmeade was like a location for. Um, wizards during the Goblin Rebellion, like oh, a planning really? sort of headquarters thing. Let me see if I can find the actual. Now, this is an oh. interesting little nugget because I would not be surprised if the devs looked for like yeah. all references to Hogsmeade and all references to Goblin Rebellion. Yeah. So apparently in, of course, it's in a book that Hermione is quoting, um, sites of historical sorcery. It was mentioned that an inn in Hogsmeade served as human headquarters for the 1612 Goblin Rebellion. Oh, the 1612er. Yeah, so it's not, it's not, okay. yeah, so yes. Well before, but mm -hmm. yeah, maybe it still has that. But there was an inn at Hogsmeade at that time. I see what you're And we'll see, like, is at. it the Hogshead or was it something else? Mm -hmm. Was it torn down? What's the deal? You think know? we'll go to Nocturne Alley? See, I... It seems like, yeah, right? I don't know. I mean, Borgen and Burks might already be open. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure what they have in terms of, like, the openness of, like, how how far do you design? Do we... We don't even see, like, any Diagon Alley anything in the promos. It's only Hogsmeade. Very true. We're Very a fifth true. year late admit. Admit, do you think that they're just like, here? Here's your stuff. Here's your stuff. We'll I figure don't out know. the Wanda Alavander's <laughs> other branch. I, I'm not sure. Very interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so we'll have, we know also that the, speaking of shopping in your question, there was that other uh, currency. I think it was moonstones. Oh, moonstone for the making your house for all. The, it seemed like for stuff within the room of requirement, as opposed to how do you get moonstone? About, that's unknown. 
Got a mine. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be a miner. <laughs> I'm like, just like wow. Yeah, but always like, my favorite profession is mining. I love mining. It's my favorite. I want to go to the moon. Just wow. Kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. From the moon. <laughs> Grab some moonstone from the moon. Okay, I don't know how to go back. I I messed up my my notes situation here. Oh. Yeah. Um, I can just go over here. This is good. Dur, 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 dur. All right. Uh oh. Okay. So we also got in the voiceover that seeds for magical plants. Uh, well, also po- full potions, ingredients, and recipes at Pippins. But seeds for magical plants, all sorts of gear was said when the outfits were cycling through. Um, I think that that bookshop that we see, because this was also in terms of like, I didn't look that closely at all the shops, but in terms of the dates that I found, um, Tomes and and Scrolls. Mm Mm-hmm. Tomes and Squirrels is a specialist bookshop in Hogsmeade established that's pr- in You were thinking that's the one with the books. I think that is the shot that can go back to it while we um, voice over over here. I think that's it. Johnny Tomes. Well, everything is named after people's last name in this, right? So yeah. Tomes and Books. Is it Jimmy Book. Oh, there it was. <laughs> it went by fast. It, it does go by fast. I guess I can slow it down just a little bit. No, it's good. It's we can good. we can be in like uh It's not like there's that much detail. It's a room with a lot of books. Oh. Oh no. Oh, no. Hugs yeah, this is probably too slow. You know what? <laughs> it's fine. We're going to we're just going to live with it. It's fine. It's fine. But there is a station, so mm-hmm. there's potential probably to get on a train. I don't know. It, I would it, like to. If it's fast travel, I don't think it'll be like you can you actually see out the window, you know? <laughs> I big doubt. Yeah. Okay, we missed oh, it we again. missed it again. Dang it. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't it's worry quick. about it. Don't worry and... about it. <laughs> It's probably that. Once you found that, I'm like, that's probably what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, if I, I putting on like dev shoes, what I imagine their dev process shoes, would be is like, shoes. Okay, we're developing Hogsmeade. Like somebody go research everything about Hogsmeade and organize it. What stores are there? When when were they founded? What do they do? And then they probably made that list, and then probably added a few things of their own. I would guess. Yeah. Like the Ollivanders. I can't wait to talk to people also. What are their personalities like? It's all super mean. <laughs> no, Hogsmeade <laughs> no, sounds like such a nice wait, little Wait, they're all the guy, place. the bard in Sky. Oh my gosh, Sven. Yeah. Sven He's like, I does know two songs like and I'm going to sing it in your face. He doesn't like me because I ratted him out to... I know. What's her face? <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's that's what I found in terms of like thinking about you shops, found a lot. thinking about because you have what, a list there. Well, yeah, the, I'm what, not going to read all like of, them. of them. Sarah Dwin's cauldrons, stack of cauldrons, could be that in the background. If you just go back to the state of play video, I linked it in the description. Just go back and find that. Maybe shot you should make a video. Brookwood. Maybe. Hey, here's all the places. Here's all the places. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, there's wizard wear, hairdressing salon. Yeah, I. If you want to get your hair done, I guess I don't know. It's gonna be a part of it. It's an RPG (laughs) after all. Well, but spending money, I don't know. I guess it's. I I think I know what I would spend money on. I don't even spend money on haircuts in real life. (laughs) Though I guess to be fair, I. I just told you this morning that I have like almost 3,000 gold in Skyrim right now. So I haven't been spending my money. I don't know what I'm saving it for. I already bought a a horse. Three horses. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Army of horses. That's that's what we need. Noontime horse. This is your evening horse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, the countryside vendors, though. Yeah. Oh, there's a word for it. There's a word for it. And 
I'm not going to remember it, but there's a word for it that they said. And I was like, oh, that's what that word means. But more potions, it seems, possibly some ingredients. I don't know in terms of rarity because it looked like in one of the shops you kind of see like horns. So like perhaps in a it's the it's the shop with a unicorn on it. Uh, so I don't know if they would sell unicorn horns because some things are like, you know, untradeable goods. So we have to also keep that mi- in mind for it's like the, the lore and stuff of um, when things are legal and that. illegal and not, you know, erumping horns possibly. I don't I know, know. Thieves Guild clothes when I see them. Thieves Guild <laughs> and possibly rare items. I want I want rare drops. That's what I want. Hey, <laughs> preaching to the choir. <laughs> rare. Not, that's why I play games. Yeah. That's why I play games it's for, for the rare, rare drops. drops. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's what I have. Hogwarts Legacy lore. Good. That was awesome. Thank you. Are we ready to get your you you're fiddling with the I new have wand. the tiny wand again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry okay. to disappoint. It's a pen. You call it down. Wand's ready. Wand's ready. All right, we're on to books. <laughs> Turn to page 581, The Pensive. Uh-huh. Today's lesson is called Curiosity. This is a bit of a long description. It is long. You two told me it was too Dumbledore, long. I'm pumped. <laughs> the chapter begins with Dumbledore asking Harry to wait in his office while he and Fudge survey the area of Mr. Crouch's disappearance. Harry greets Fox and gazes around the office before spotting glittering lights. He inspects this interesting thing until eventually falling into what he determines is a memory, similar to how he fell into Tom Riddle's diary. He sees a large judicial room and watches different sessions of interrogation. First, Karkarov offers names to the committee in return for leniency. Most of his offerings were not valuable, though Snape was among them and defended publicly by Dumbledore. (laughs) But Augustus Rookwood of the Department of Mysteries seemed like actionable new evidence. Next comes Ludo Bagman, sometime later, accused of sharing information with Rookwood, but he claims it was just an accident. These hearings are overseen by a determined and maybe zealotous Barty Crouch, with Dumbledore and Moody in attendance. In the final session, Mr. Crouch is joined by a haggard woman and their son is accused of participating in the torture of Frank and Alice Longbottom, Neville's parents. The present day Dumbledore returns and pulls Harry out of the pensive while he describes its use when dealing with mysteries. Those scenes were Dumbledore's memories. Dumbledore shares a bit about Neville's parents while defending Bagman and Snape still. Harry shares his dream. Dumbledore pulls a memory of then-student Bertha Jorkins and they are both left still wondering what happened to Mr. Crouch. Okay, before we get started on Harry Potter, remember when Harry Potter Wizards Unite came out and I made some of the most ridiculous theories of all time about what was going on, (laughs) Uh and one of them was that um, the... It was something to do with the... I don't even remember at this point anymore. It was that long ago. The internet was a pensive, or the internet... Yes, of course. Oh yes, because okay, it was so magnificent. Part of this, well, I think, also Connie is an AI. <laughs> was my favorite personally, but yeah, continue, please. <laughs> was a great video. Oh my gosh, great theory. Oh no, hundred percent right. Still proven to this day. Uh, well, uh, so Dumbledore in yes. this chapter talks yeah. about the pensive to Harry. I mean, I this is why I reread this specific chapter is because I was making that at that time, because I was making that video. And Dumbledore talks about sorting through and connecting memories and all of that. But could Mm -hmm. you imagine if you actually put the internet into a pensive and tried to sort through it? That would, it would probably be like loading screen, like circle of death, like (laughs) just (laughs) spinning forever. Yeah. Because that's a lot of content. Because I'm thinking about like, Part of what makes it possible is that, like, physically, you can only put so many memories. A person can only put so many memories over a given time. It's not like you well, have we, a lot. Well, we talked about this several times, but the pensive is a f- is just a fascinating object, I think, because mm-hmm. there's some question about the fidelity of the memories. And, in fact, we know that a memory could be put into a pensive that has been tampered with. 
for example. Yes. Certainly we can, we, cause we, we see that in book six. Yeah. We certainly also see somebody like Tom Riddle's diary framing a, a memory in a very specific way. Yeah. Tethering together specific memories in order to paint a narrative yeah. that isn't true. Yeah. That Hagrid released the Chamber of Secrets or opened the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. And so it's a it's a fascinating object, and it certainly feels like how Dumbledore is using it is effective for him. Yeah, I wonder. I so we know that there is a Hogwarts pensive um, that I'll talk about in a second. That's what this is. Right? That's what this is. Mm-hmm. But then there's also personal pensives. Yeah, witches and wizards don't typically have pensives unless they're super powerful because they are seen as potentially dangerous. Uh, because Leave anyone can like, yeah, anyone can just like go yeah. in there and like look at stuff. Um, but it does make me wonder in terms of like uh, maybe I've just been watching too many trials lately. But like I was thinking in terms of like litigation or like any sort of like trial setting where. Let's say you have a bunch of witnesses and you pull all of their memories mm-hmm. into a pensive and like shake it up and see like what's going on here. Would that work? Or can you clean out a pensive? Can you like mm. erase it and like make a um, you know, just like a well, I think what's a more single f- use sort of what's at thing? the core of this for me is even the way that Dumbledore is using it, where he's not trying to manipulate it, he is trying to pull his memory. Mm-hmm. Is he admitting or would would is there an admittance of like, but memories are faulty. So even mm. if he hasn't tampered with it, nobody obliviated him. There were no issues. Yeah. It's still from his perspective that it, yes. it isn't a video camera looking. It is all through Dumbledore's eyes. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying, though. What if you put... What if you put yeah, yeah. Dumbledore's memory and then you put in Moody's memory? But then they memory, wouldn't be able to transpose on each other because it would be other people's looking at it. So you'd have to like, it would essentially account for the fact that what people see and the, maybe the tone that they think a person spoke mm-hmm. with or... It's like all, that all episode of, that could be different. of How I Met Your Mother where... Um, Robin and Ted are like super drunk at like Lily's art oh, show yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and yes, they all yes. like replay. This is yeah, what happened. Yeah. This is what happened, and they're like, "No, this is not what happened. This is what actually happened." But it's all from their different perspectives. Yes, yes. But I love the object. I think the nothing would satisfy me more if I could do that because it would really, mm-hmm. uh. You know, you'd be you'd be able to really scratch the nostalgic itch of like, oh, I, I not, how do I remember this place? Mm-hmm. If you could pull it out as a less subjective thing, but it it feels like I wonder. But I wonder, if, for example, like if Dumbledore didn't, when did he pull out the memory? Right. So, like, we see him pull out the memory of Bertha Jorkins in mm-hmm. this scene, mm-hmm. but it's decades later. Yeah. So what is the fidelity of that memory? What yeah. is the likelihood that it has deteriorated and isn't exact? Yeah. Yes, Dumbledore has this memory now, but is it further away from what actually happened and what they actually said to each other and stuff? Is it just the sort of the uh, the vibe? Yeah. Well, so Jose also brings up, didn't Slughorn alter memories? In the... I'm going to be fuzzy on what happens actually in the (laughs) book, but in the movie, at least, Hmm. um, with that tampered memory, Uh it's clear that it's tampered with. Yes, because it's poorly done. It's poorly done. Okay. Because that's the thing is like, yeah, how, because all these very powerful magical artifacts um, combined with powerful magical witches and wizards, like make it kind of complicated. It's not like the movie. Mm-hmm. In the movie, you get to the climax of the memory, and then Slughorn like walks forward and is like, "Yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah, 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 yeah." In the book, well, it's actually mm-hmm. stapled together. So, like the beginning of the memory and the end of the memory oh, so are kind of they have fidelity, but the oh. middle is altered. It's like the the conversation isn't the actual conversation. Okay. So it it yeah it's but kind it's of clear. That it is not- Yeah, because it's like it doesn't make any sense. Some of some of how it stitches together doesn't make sense. Okay. 
Because he's basically like, oh, I, I've never heard of them or whatever. Yeah, because I feel like the difference, a difference might be like, okay, natural decay over time. Like you probably still maintain the gist of whatever it is. Like, yeah, maybe, but we, as know. we know, like, at least for us, there are things that we forget. Mm-hmm. So what, how, you know, and, I, and there's some research, I think, that we also read in grad school, psychological research about memory. And even if you think like, this is for sure, and I have a perfect memory of this yeah. thing, like it's, it's not perfect. There are some people who are better at it than others, but. So Debbie is bringing up the, uh, Dumbledore has a memory cabinet yeah. with uh, vials stored of memories. So perhaps those memories are preserved. Well, it raises several questions, right? I don't is know. It, is it preserved perfectly after you take it I out? I don't right? know. So if if we're having this conversation and then I pull it out and preserve it, then in 20 years and I looked at it, would it be very accurate? Versus 20 yeah. years from now, I pull out this memory. Yeah. And it would be probably not as accurate. Well, also, what's interesting is that, okay, let's say you pulled out a memory from childhood yeah. and you have a perspective and worldview. Um, and then, like, 30 years later, you look at that. Will you have any sort of cognitive dissonance or anything like that if you, like, look at the world differently or don't hear yourself speak? Yeah. Or you're like, yeah, that doesn't, that wasn't how I remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I no, totally, know. totally. I'm not sure. Berenstain Bears. Oh my god, don't! I was, I almost said Mandela effect, but I was like, no, let it, don't gotcha. go down, <laughs> don't go down the rabbit hole. Uh, it happened to me again recently because every time I see Chick Fil A typed out, I'm like, no, this it's is not, not how, it's how it's spelled. Yeah, I think you don't think there's the second C. Right? Yeah, I think it's, it's just C H I K. I don't not. know. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, it's just how... back to this for a second. So. Yeah. I love this chapter. Mm-hmm. As I, I mentioned to you after I reread it, I was like, this is such a great chapter because of the way that it pulls everything together, but we still don't have the satisfaction of knowledge. So it's a classic moment where this book is long. It's extremely <laughs> hard to keep track so many of stuff. years already. <laughs> and that the first dream that Harry had uh-huh. months and months ago, like was hundreds of pages ago yeah so now he's had a more recent dream but we're still maybe like contemplating like what what was i don't even remember exactly what that first mm-hmm. dream was and then there's all these different characters that the the ability the the to me the joy of this chapter is that it pulls us to the different time and space it it's it really a storytelling device that allows for present day people to see the past harry wasn't there yeah but it's not it's not secondhand in the same way as like dumbledore saying like oh this is what happened he like we get to actually see the scene Mm -hmm. as dumbledore's memory stored it Mm -hmm. and it's i just really enjoy it and we talked about how there's some really significant differences very significant differences from the book Yes, this whole this whole uh, book. from the movie. Yeah, yeah, this whole book. It's like, wait, that didn't happen. You chopped out Winky. The whole, all of that, everything about that. Barty Crouch Jr. In is like one, in it. Oh, in we, this we thing. talked yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. about oh, Barty yes. Crouch Jr. The memory of Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah, because it's only one scene that Harry, when he dunks his head in, it's just the scene with Karkarov, and he just says yes, all the list. He says Barty Crouch. Jr. It's a very clever way of. Of making mm-hmm. it work in the movie. Yeah. Like you cutting it all together. I mean, cutting out Ludo makes sense because not in the movie, but then like stitching this Barty Crouch into it, Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. But this is more, this pulls on the heartstrings way differently. Mm-hmm. It makes things way more complicated than the movie does, right? The movie basically declares in that scene that Barty Crouch Jr. is for sure evil. Then. Yeah, he does the, uh, well, I'm pretty sure but it was this, David Tennant's it's choice of doing the uh, tongue-looking creepy it's, this thing. This is not clear. <laughs> no. It, it is not he's, clear he's that he even did dad. it. It's not clear. This yeah. is unreliable narrative evidence. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not even, oh, it, we know it's super unreliable because they even talk about that. I think the evidence was Frank and Alice Longbottom's testimony post-torture. I believe that they, that's how oh. they that's how they decided it was these this group of four people. 
Oh. One of whom definitely did it, but the, the other ones. <laughs> one of whom definitely did it and sure. would do it again in a heartbeat. Would write her autobiography about the, the, it. You know, the, the real punchline of it and why the book for me, like this really resonated me was like, if, if he didn't do it, mm-hmm. but was falsely imprisoned for it mm-hmm. or was let's say he was there but like much less willing than mm-hmm. the movie portrays him does all of that spiral into a desperation for him to now connect with Voldemort I mean we know that Barty Crouch Jr. lives under the imperious curse for a two decades a de- decade a decade I guess right so like that's intense. Then his own father put this on him. So yeah. it's a, we have a cause and effect question here, where in the movie, the cause is erased. This person is evil. Yeah. Yeah. He's always been evil. It just he is. was evil. He did it. Yeah. He's still evil. He did it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I have something from the Wizarding World official oh website. It was the entry about... Pensive, the mm. pensive, which is linked in the description. Um, so in the book or in the chapter, uh, Snape's face appears in the pensive. And so it says here that Albus Dumbledore is seen using the pensive, basically to sort through memories in chapter 30, when he adds thoughts to the pensive and Harry's face turns into Snape's. Dumbledore is reminding himself of the hidden connection between Snape and Harry. Spoiler this, this alert. This is in the movie? This is, the, this is in the chapter. This chapter? Harry looks at the pensive, and it's it's described kind of like, oh, like it turns into Snape's face, and then Dumbledore responds and says something like to... Because Harry's whole thing is he's like unsure about Snape. And he's this says is when Harry sa- is asking... And Dumbledore's like, no, no evidence yeah, on Ludo yeah, Bagman yeah. nor Snape. Yeah. I don't remember this. I'm going to go reread it. Yeah. So you're saying that there's a moment where Harry the then pensive, looks at the pensive again. And it changes. And it, hit, and it shows Snape. Snape's face. So is it, it, in your opinion, was it at first that it's just a reflection of Harry's face and then it morphs? Or is Harry's face also in the pensive? I think Harry's like as face a is a reflection. Okay. And then... Actually, I'm so not th- sure. This is an I'm gonna have to reread thing. that. Maybe line. <laughs> there's some magical connection because Dumbledore is right there to his current thoughts. Yeah. So like maybe he thinks about Snape and it does that or something. Yeah. So the way that it's written in here is that there's like yeah. So having that because it's interesting because then that means that the pensive is kind of like responsive. If that's the case, mm-hmm. if like Dumbledore is actively thinking mm-hmm. and then it's like oh. Harry. Oh wait, no, because didn't he pull a memory out? I I don't know. Yeah, Bertha. Bertha. Right, 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 right. It was Bertha. It was Bertha. That's a great little add-on too, because it like shows the deductive process Mm -hmm. from like a Sherlock standpoint of like that Dumbledore is like hyper aware of Bertha that his focus is on Bertha Jorkins in that moment. Yeah more than anything else of like where where did she go she seems to be like if you could solve where she went that well all of this would result and in fact this is why he's putting it in the pensive because right. he's like i've tried this is a piece of it. i've tried and i'm trying i'm like using this device this magical artifact as a tool to help me make the connection that i'm not seeing based on other memories that i think are related like there must be something uh, it feels like we should touch on maybe you have some notes about the dream itself and Dumbledore's reaction to it because um he says I think it's possible maybe probable that what you saw is real really happened mm-hmm. which I think is is very interesting also different from the way he treats it in the movie where he's very dismissive in this he's Here, like oh yeah it's fire. that's probably really happening yeah. Wormtail and Voldemort are together. Voldemort was carrying a wand, which is troubling. They got a letter about somebody dying. Like, he's like, this probably actually happened. I love how Harry's like, How did you know I had a first dream? Yeah. And it's just like, Bro. I know. <laughs> 
come on, yeah. Harry. Someone's looking out for you, at least. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't write any notes, honestly. Well, that was that was it, basically, yeah. is, is that he declares pretty openly to Harry mm-hmm. what his true instinct of the situation is. Now, obviously, we know he's holding back a ton yeah. about Harry and the scar and everything, but he all... But the the thing about the dreams, do you think it's really happening? It's like I think it's possible. It's probably it's probable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dumbledore is very calm in this book. In all the scenes, yeah. he's just very calm. It's yeah. a little. I also uh, noted that Harry keeps um, in this chapter specifically noting that Dumbledore is old. And it's yeah. like yeah. He's been through a lot. He's... So as somebody who is often referred to as calm mm-hmm. by a lot of people, yep, I connect with Dumbledore very clearly because I think he he put puts out analytical like an analytical way of of acting and he is that way, but I don't think he's calm. Yeah. I think he's anxious. I think he knows how to process his anxiety, but I think he's anxious about all of it. He doesn't want these things to happen. Mm-hmm. And he knows that it's bad. He knows that bad things are happening. He's he's not it's not just like a coldness. I think he puts on brave faces and also the 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 sheer force of will that he himself is putting into solving these things occupies I think a lot of his energy. So he he doesn't do as many like um he doesn't emote as much, let's mm-hmm. say. Not in the movie. <laughs> no, not in the movie. So um I like the movie. Back to the Hogwarts pensive. <laughs> I do I like I love the movies. I like the energy. I it is very it's more chaotic. Oh gosh, so chaotic. Chaotic good, yeah. Chaotic, uh full of emotions everywhere. Neutral, There's I mean, how can you not? There's a lot going on. The Hogwarts pensive hmm. predates the school. Yeah. Well, possibly. It well, the reason why, because this is in the uh, Wizarding World entry, the reason why um, there is speculation that it predates the school is because it's engraved with modified Saxon yes. runes, which means no, it's super right. old. It predates it. Yes. The part there that's is a speculation legend. of whether or not it was found before or after they chose to build Hogwarts where they did. Yeah, so there's a legend that the founders discovered the pensive half buried and they were like, this is where magic happens. Magic! <laughs> I mean, I I would... It's I magical theory time. <laughs> I would 100% if I were in the wizarding world to be like, yeah, this is this true. This is a good place. This is, or like this legend is actually real. Yeah. This is oh, what yeah. happened yeah. and... Yeah. Why wouldn't they if you found something, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's all I had. Hogwarts pensive. I mean, I'm a, such a pensive. sucker for history. I, That's the thing I'm more. most excited about Hogwarts Legacy is yeah. just more of the iceberg. I yeah. love information so that <laughs> I can think about the whole thing together. Hogwarts Boré says, does anyone know how big Hogwarts Castle is? I don't. I, give me a square footage. <laughs> it changes. I know that we had like this. I always An get accordion. this trivia question wrong about like how many book or bookcases, <laughs> how many staircases? staircases there are. Yeah. I, it was like 100 something, right? I'm never 142. That's always my guess. It's always wrong. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not correct. Mm-hmm. Brita's here. She would know how many staircases are in Hogwarts Castle. But still, like, it is going to be a massive, it is a massive space. Like, the the student population isn't necessarily massive, but they have, like, they live there. They have classes there. They have dining halls. They have, like, all sorts of ah, space, you know? You got it right. Heck yeah. Maybe I, maybe I finally committed it to my yeah. memory. I did. I was going to say 137 every time, no Every time we had this trivia question, I would get it wrong. I'm going to say it. Yes. Okay, good. I have it committed to well, my memory. Very impressive. <laughs> Very, very impressive. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
I mean, I I can't wait to just walk around. Yeah. There was some chatter about like flu network within Hogwarts. So I think like we can probably maybe exit into the flu network from Hogwarts, but I'm hopeful that when you're in the castle, there isn't that much like fast travel, if any. Like you you just oh. have to walk or fly. Yeah, I feel like probably we saw that location like as they were running outside, like from the castle grounds, seemingly the out. A little green. But yeah. yeah, it was outside on the grounds. But that could be like that that could be like the the, the exit. Location. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Hogwarts uh, yeah, the Hogwarts flu flame. <laughs> yeah, just brooming it, around. I'm just gonna broom castle. around. It is it is a sentient castle. It has tons of secrets. I wanna find the pensive. By the way, oh my god, You're access gonna... some secret information in there as part of our quest, where this person was murdered, and now that we have to well, go find their yeah. So you're clues. not only gonna Merlin. get give me some Merlin. the memories of that current headmaster, you're gonna get the memories of all previous headmasters. Like no. that is wild. No. That's wild. When it comes out, I will play it every day. <laughs> yes, every <Correct>. day. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Are the fireplaces in the Great Hall? They they might be. I, I don't oh, you know. know what? In Hogwarts Mystery, we had that scene where the fireplace, they went into the fireplace and they used they? blue powder. Oh, very interesting. <laughs> Winnie is ready for us to, to be done. Ready yeah. for us to be done. Um, yeah, so. Oh, almost an hour. Almost an oh. hour. We are, we are there. We are there. Um, thanks so much for hanging out and watching. Magical theory podcast. Magical time. theory podcast. Until next time, wand ready. <laughs>